Welcome to the Endpoints Podcast, presented by the ALS Therapy Development Institute. I'm Jonathan Gang. Antibodies are an essential part of our body's defenses against disease. They are specialized proteins that attack and kill foreign invaders like infectious bacteria and viruses. Antibodies are normally naturally produced by our immune systems in response to an infection. However, in recent years, scientists have learned to produce antibodies in a lab to treat a variety of diseases. Several antibody treatments have been investigated in ALS, including Tegaprubart, formerly known as AT1501, which was invented by ALS-TDI and recently successfully completed a Phase 2A clinical trial. Dr. Sylvia Posey is an assistant professor at the Université Laval's Brain Research Center in Quebec City, specializing in ALS research. She recently was an author on a paper reviewing the current state of antibody therapies for ALS. She joined us on Endpoints to discuss the current outlook for these therapies in the ALS space and what the future might hold for these treatments. Let's talk about the uh, literature review about uh, antibody-based therapeutics that you recently published. Um, Just to start, can you explain sort of in simple terms what an antibody-based therapeutic is? Yeah, so basically, and uh, what is what is an antibody-based therapy? Well, um, we just um, uh, take advantage of uh, what uh, our uh, body generally do. So every time that uh, we have a pathogen, we have an infection, we have something uh, bad ongoing, uh, the, the body, the, the immune system produces antibodies. And these antibodies have the, um, the aim, the, their goal is to get rid to to um, uh, degrade what is uh, what is uh, um, uh, what is produced so uh, an antibodies based therapy is just to uh, use this tool this antibody to target specifically uh, a protein and uh, and then uh, to block the, the the effect the pathogenic effect that this uh, this protein this molecule is doing and um, the antibodies are amazing because uh, they they can be uh, they are really useful. They, as I said, their nature is to um, to get rid of the pathogen of the of their target, uh, but they can also be uh, modified. Um, so they we we can use a lot of. Um, uh, we can modify their uh, their uh, their chemistry. We can uh, um, cut them in small pieces and, and make them what what they are called nanobodies. That they are uh, smaller, so they can penetrate uh, more in the cells, so they can um, reach easily their target. They um, they can be. Um, there are uh, amazing studies, and we, we have to learn a lot on the, from the uh, from the cancer therapy. They, there are antibodies that are targeting multiple cells and uh, putting together uh, uh, cells, uh, um, um, like making them closer, so the, the the immune cells can act on on the on the cancer cells easily. Uh, we can couple them with the, con- conjugate them with the effector effector molecules, and um, let's see. So we can really uh, play a lot of anti- with antibodies, and uh, but the, the main thing of uh, the, the, the huge advantage of antibodies is that they are 
definitely extremely specific for their target. We use it normally in, uh, in our experiments when we want to do an experiment and we want to search uh, to have a look of our, uh, our specific protein, we use antibodies. So we can uh, even use antibodies for an, a therapy that can target target the physiological protein, they can target a, a protein that is modified by a pathological uh, event, like, uh, I don't know, I can say just the phosphorylation of the protein. Um, they can block the interaction between the protein and, uh, and uh, another, uh, let's say, a receptor or uh, another protein, and so block the, the, the detrimental event that is uh, uh, induced by this interaction. So um, definitely a lot of advantages with, the, uh, with these antibodies and uh, uh, with antibodies in general. And uh, yes, it's... Uh, uh, worth to use them in, uh, in, in a therapeutic approach. Um, and can you provide any examples of antibody treatments that are in clinical trials right now for ALS? Uh, yes, there are different, uh, at least I know a couple of uh, antibody-based therapies that uh, treatment interventions that are in um, in a clinical trials. One of them actually comes from the ALS-CDI Institute. So, um, so it's uh, the, an antibody against uh, uh, CD40 ligand, which is a molecule uh, expressed by, uh, during, uh, involved in inflammation. So the aim of, uh, of these antibodies to, to block all the detrimental effect linked to, to inflammation that we know in, uh, in ALS. And the other one is, uh, um, is the, uh, an antibody against the SOD1, which is one of the most studied uh, protein in ALS. And uh, um, the idea is to uh, um, get rid of the, the, the protein that has a, um, a pathological conformation of, uh, um, in, in ALS patients. So yes, definitely two good examples of uh, uh, antibody-based therapy that are now in, uh, in clinical trials. And um, just tell me a little bit about um, your methods for conducting the study that you recently published. Like, what sorts of research did you look at? Uh, yes, the the systematic review uh, of the literature that we did was uh, we did it following the uh, what is called the the Prisma uh, protocol and the SALSA framework that are uh, established protocols for uh, to write a, a, a review paper, a systematic review paper. I just want to highlight the great work of uh, a PhD student that is uh, first name in the, uh, in the, in the paper, uh, Amélie Poulain-Briere, and also her colleague, Idris Rezaei. Uh, they did a huge, a great work on uh, collecting the literature and uh, um, analyzing it, and then uh, uh, do what we call the um, the, the summary, the synthesis of this uh, of this data, and uh, so our aim was to collect uh, to uh, analyze all the, the different papers, uh, original papers uh, that were uh, published uh, with uh, um, specific details on the experimental plan and a spe a specific uh, analysis of the data. Uh, papers that were the aim was specifically to uh, test an antibody uh, with uh, therapeutic purposes. So where we had uh, an antibody against uh, a protein, there are 
uh, we found the different antibodies used, uh, but different targets. But the aim was really okay. Um, there's a, there's an antibody. We have a scientific rationale saying uh, this protein might be detrimental for ALS. We have an antibody. We decided to uh, to test it in uh, animal models, cellular system, or uh, patients, and uh, we observed then the effect of this. We had a, a, a detailed schedule of treatment. Um, and we decided we we use it. We test it in. Uh, um, uh, we tested the therapeutic effect of this uh, of this antibody with uh, the analysis of then uh, all the pathological events of uh, that are that are that characterize ALS. And um, so at the beginning we uh, screened uh, the the main the main database scientific databases uh, PubMed, Scopus, Web of Science, or Enbase, uh, and we found more than five thousand. Uh, publication on uh, ALS and biomarkers, but then we had to really screen them uh, carefully and uh, we use uh, intervention keywords. Um, so we uh, specifically analyzed and uh, considered only um, papers where uh, uh, there was a therapeutic intervention using antibodies, uh, using also we use uh, immunoglobulins, um, which, which are antibodies, and uh, um, uh, specifically on ALS models or, uh, or ALS patients. Uh, and then we uh, find, uh, uh, we end up with uh, uh, 31 publications uh, that we uh, grouped according to, to their target. Uh, so the, the protein that these, the, these antibodies are, uh, are targeting. And uh, we found that the, the first publication was in 2005. And then we had a bunch of uh, uh, other publications coming out from uh, 2010 and 2020. So the majority is, uh, um, have been produced in the last uh, 10, 12 years. And uh, the, the most targeted protein is uh, SOD1, which, as I said, is a uh, also the most studied one. So uh, it's normal that we, we know more about this protein so we can um, generate uh, um, antibodies and we can generate therapeutic approaches uh, um, against that. And then we, we found also um, antibodies against other proteins that are uh, known to be involved in, uh, uh, in ALS, like uh, TDP, the C9 orph repeats, uh, and also other proteins that instead are involved in ALS, but uh, where there are non there are no mutations linked to their genes like uh, NOGO A or, or uh, NOGO A or uh, um, other um, other um, uh, proteins that can be involved in the in the in the progression or in the in the onset of the disease, like for example CD40 uh, ligand. Um, that was uh, just the yeah. The, 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 what we what we um, what we did in terms of methods and uh, um, um, results that we obtained. And um, in the course of this research, did did you find data that would indicate whether there were any sort of targets for these kind of therapies that are particularly promising? Um, so from the literature review that we did, um, uh, I still think that the promising targets are uh, um, 
the proteins that are linked to uh, to ALS. So the the, the known proteins like uh, SOD1, CDP, C9, ORF. These are proteins that we know have uh, a pathological uh, effect in uh, in neurons and in uh, uh, in cells. So and uh, we. Uh, so literature prove these papers prove that um, it, a treatment with an antibody is uh, feasible. It can have uh, can have a good effect. So I would uh, uh, like I would push more on these uh, uh, on this protein and try to have improved uh, the antibody base uh, antibodies uh, against this protein to uh, to have a good uh, therapeutic approach. But then uh, I mean uh, a, a, a big um, we still need to have uh, um, clear biomarkers of the disease, and these biomarkers can be new therapeutic uh, uh, targets. So uh, we can uh, we need to um, uh, work a lot, uh, still a lot. This is my humble perspective, but we still have to to work a lot on uh, uh, the discovery of uh, molecules, other molecules, other proteins that can be involved in the uh, onset and progression of the disease. So, and that can be new targets of antibody-based therapy. And um, so, do you follow research at the ALS Therapy Development Institute? I know you have commented a little bit about um, our. Uh, AT1501 Tegaprubart, which is the antibody treatment that we developed. But uh, do you have any other comments or thoughts about uh, about ALS TDI? Well, yeah, ALS TDI is always not following the research that it's a, that the institute is doing. It's an amazing institute, an amazing initiative that is uh, focusing all the efforts on on ALS and. Uh, going really from uh, uh, biomarker discovery, uh, mechanism, pathological mechanism, understanding, and the development of treatments. It's, uh, um, as I said, it's an outstanding, uh, outstanding uh, institute. And, uh, um, and we have the proof of these, uh, of these uh, um, amazing research on the, on the fact that uh, the discoveries that coming that are that came out from from the institute they are now um, in clinical trials for uh, for patients so yes the the antibody against uh, the cd40 ligand is uh, it's an example and uh, um, it really um, demonstrate how the the research is is, is well done in, at the institute and uh, um, and how having a specific focus, which is uh, ALS and ALS patients helps in, uh, in then uh, making good decision in, in terms of science and focusing on, uh, on um, a clear outcome, which is a therapeutic approach. Awesome, Val. Thanks so much for uh, joining us today. Okay, I'm really happy to have uh, had this interview. I'm happy, Thank, thanks a lot for, uh, for, uh, for this interview. To learn more about the ALS Therapy Development Institute's research to end ALS, visit ALS.net. To learn more about Dr. Posey's research, you can visit the Université Laval's Center for Brain Research at crvo.ulaval.ca. Thanks for listening.